This week's question comes from Angelo, and it was prompted by an incident he witnessed several years ago while he was out walking with a friend. My friend and I came across a person who was slumped across the path. At that point, we weren't really sure what was happening. My first instinct was to say with this person was picking some plants, but then it dawned very quickly that that wasn't the case. Angelo went to a nearby club to raise the alarm. The man could not be saved, and it's been playing on Angelo's mind ever since. He wonders whether he would still be alive today if CPR had been given and a defibrillator was handy. He sent us this question. Where are defibrillators in the ACT located? How is the location advertised? Are licensed clubs, hotels, cinemas and other venues of high patronage mandated to carry a defibrillator? You're listening to Curious Canberra. I'm Sonia G. Every week, we ask a reporter from the ABC Canberra newsroom to answer a question sent in by you. Christina Shaw, an intern from the University of Canberra, has been looking into Angelo's question. So you and I made a time to go down to St John Ambulance. Here in Canberra, their office is in Deakin, and they were running a CPR and defibrillation course. We spoke to Dr Kim Schmidt. She goes by Twisty in the office. What can you tell me about her and her role? So she's a community education supervisor. So she's really in charge in sort of organising a lot of the community outreach projects. She's excellent to talk to in terms of the training they've got going on. She's very knowledgeable about AEDs and sort of cardiac arrest versus heart attacks and all that information that we really needed. The ones that people would be using out in Canberra in the public are the AEDs and that stands for an automated external defibrillator. We use a defibrillator whenever somebody is unconscious and they're also not breathing properly. A defibrillator is the only way to help treat certain arrhythmias of the heart where the heart's not pumping properly. It's sort of shaking and quivering and not pumping blood around the body. And we need CPR with the defibrillator because we need to get oxygen up to the brain in between the shocks that the defibrillator would give. Is there a statistic that says if a defibrillator is used, there's like an X percent chance of survival? So in Australia at the moment, if you have a cardiac arrest, your chance of a survival is only 9 to 10%. In Seattle, in the US, where they have a lot of public access defibrillator and community training and education, your chance of survival can be as high as 64%. Do you know roughly how many public access AEDs are installed in the ACT? or do you know where they might be as well? See, now this is a difficult question. There is a register of AEDs, which you can access through the St John National site. However, most AEDs aren't recorded on there. There are actually studies going on by the government trying to work out how they can find all the AEDs and put them on one map. One thing that struck me in that conversation was that it wasn't just about where the defibrillators are, but it's about education as well. And this idea that sometimes maybe they're not used because people are scared. They look kind of scary. They look (laughs) scary, but they're almost idiot proof, particularly the one that they were showing in the class. It was literally talking to you. So they'll come in various shapes and sizes, but you open the packaging or take it from the pole, wherever it might be, and it's got steps on on there what to do step one is is turn me on i turn it on 
Apply pads to, to patient's bare chest. Plug in pads connector next to flashing light. So I look at my pads here. This one here says put me on the shoulder. Apply pads. So Insert connector firmly. Shock advised. Charging. Stay clear of the patient. Press the orange button now. Shock I'll press that. Shock delivered. Boom. Aside from where the defibrillators are located in Canberra, Angelo also asked you to look into who had to carry one. The legislation that covers it basically is talking about first aid kits being a requirement for work sites and workplaces. Basically, it's stated that um, a defibrillator is a useful tool to have, but it's not necessary and it's not required either. So not many people have to have a defibrillator. And we learned from Twisty that they're actually quite expensive if you were a business trying to buy one. But you did find a community group that said these things didn't stop them. So I spoke to Philip Colton. So he's a secretary for ACT Vets Cycling Club. They've got about 350 members. The age was a major factor for why the sort of members of the club decided it was really necessary to have one. We have a significant number of older riders and we just wanted to make sure that if any occurred, we had something available readily. We cycle in remote areas, up at Uriara, down towards the other side of Thawa. We're even at Gunning and Murrumbateman. And we're not always close by to emergency services, so we made a conscious decision that to protect our members, we thought it would be a good idea to purchase a defibrillator and have it available at all of our events. Some of the questions we answer have pretty hard and fast Responses or answers, not so much this one. So what do you think Angelo will make of your findings? So I suspect um, Angelo will be a little bit disappointed to hear that it's not mandatory. I think he'll certainly want to see if it's something that can be changed. Well, that's a good effort, Christina. Okay, I'm glad to hear it. (laughs) And uh, I think the awareness is the crucial thing and it may start other people to think about the, uh, the issue and they might address it for their own safety purposes before anything comes on a a wider scale. Our website is abc.net.au slash Curious Canberra. It's where you can ask your own question and check out all of the answers we've published to date. We've put up a link to the map of AEDs in the Territory. We've also shared more information about what Seattle's been doing to increase survival rates. Next time on Curious Canberra, we answer a question from Glenn Tackenberg. He asked, Did corpses really get washed from the Queanbeyan Riverside Cemetery into Lake Burley Griffin after the 1974 flood? My father told me about when he was um, growing up um, in Queenie and the, the last floods um, washed away bodies out of the cemetery and ended up in the late Burley Griffin. And it always sort of seemed like a really bizarre thing of having coffins floating into late Burley Griffin. Mm-hmm.